This is a Capricorn FM podcast. And later on, we'll speak to our business coach to check out what advice they have for Richard. So we caught up with Richard. Um, he's got network issues where he is. So he decided to send us a voice note telling us all about his business, how the business idea came about, what are some of the things that they struggle with the most in managing the business, and what advice they would like to get from our business coach. Also check out where you can find them. My name is Sitaka Richard Mabetela. I'm the founder and CEO of a water supply company called Mogolo Water. I'm a University of Johannesburg graduate in BA Corporate Communications. I believe by starting local lucrative businesses, it will be the only way to eradicate poverty within townships. The name Mogolo, it's uh, from a slang, Tapisha Mogolo or Rebeta Mogolo. I think it's popular in Bedi communities. So basically, the name derives from that. Like, I just wanted to create something that is very authentic. So initially, when we started the company, we were working relatively close with the University of Limpopo Water Labs for water purification, bottling, and distributions. But over the years, we have managed to just, you know, build our own independent water supply factory that is based at Ramakanye, uh, close to... Ramakanya uh, robot just opposite Shell Garage on uh, Mangwe Unit East Side. So yeah, like pretty much it's just you know our company we pre- we we do water distributions, uh, bottling water distributions. We produce and uh, manufacture juices. Uh, we also produce uh, ice cubes. So pretty much one of the most hindrance. Uh, Interances in business, it's uh, the issue of, you know, funding. But don't get it twisted. We don't want to formulate businesses that are just, you know, funding ready. We actually want to build companies that are out there employing people, creating sustainable jobs, uh, creating livelihoods within, you know, townships. So I'd say one of our major hindrances is the issue of, you know, accessibility of, you know, the funds. Uh, if you look at the government systems, are pretty much, you know, just tedious, you know, in terms of uh, applications. But we hope, you know, as the company grows, we'll just, you know, manage to, to, to just, <coughs> to, to, to create, to, to, to get funding. I meant. Uh, and what advice would I like to, to get from, you know, the business mentor today? There has to be. Uh, you know, how do we access funding? How do we business? How how do we build businesses that are uh, market ready? How do we gain, you know, access to the market? Because obviously we're in a business of water. How do we get, you know, deals from, you know, your biggest lucrative uh, wholesalers? Yeah, uh, in terms of finding us, I think you can find our company at Ramakanya. It's a, it's a well-built, branded uh, branded uh, factory. Uh, it's at Amakanya, just uh, on the other side of Mangwe Unit E. Uh, you can just, you know, check our work on Instagram. It's at Moholo Steel. We are available on Facebook. It's uh, it's uh, Moholo Steel Water. All right. And that is the founder. Thank you, Richard. Joined by Dr. Lucas Muloi, who is a published author, award-winning speaker, entrepreneur, business and executive coach to give our guests this morning or our entrepreneur some advice that will help them grow their business.
So you're talking to Dr. Lucas Molloy this morning. Good morning, Doc. How are you doing? Okay, we lost a good doctor. We'll um, try to get him back on the line in All just right. a moment. Yeah. No, Today no we are hosting uh, Richard. Richard is the founder of Morolo Water. <laughs> I think you liked that line when he was explaining the the the, the whole idea behind the name of the business. It's authentic. Right? I agree with him. Yes. You connected. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with something complicated. <laughs> we welcome Dr. Lucas Muloi back on the line. Doc, good morning, welcome. Good morning, good morning, complexion. Good morning to the whole team. Yes, uh, thank you for having me. So when it comes to the water segment, the competition is really tough, but we are seeing more and more local producers coming to the front. Is there growth and longevity in the water sector, you know, as a business that you're running, focusing on water? Definitely, there is there is uh, a lot uh, of growth and longevity in it. So, um, you know, the the water business um, had been going even at the time where South African waters um, were had a blue status and were classified as the cleanest water, and then you know it was something we were priding ourselves with as a nation, and that even internationally, um, that business was still growing. And now with a uh, couple of scares, cholera cases that we have had, even unfortunately death and that um, people are, are, are more comfortable um, with buying water, drinking water, and that they're okay with uh, using the other water for all other purposes and that, but for drinking and that people are buying water and people are not going to stop buying water anytime soon. Mm. You know, uh, Richard, our entrepreneur for today, he wants to mass produce, he wants to build a factory, he wants to hire more people. So where does he start with a project of this magnitude, you know, and, and how does he get the necessary support? Always beautiful, you know, to to hear about uh, an entrepreneur that is not looking only in in uh, making money and such things, but really looking at growing the business and building factories, and that that's what we need to be focusing on: building of factories and such things. So, in this space, um, the one thing that any entrepreneur needs to start with when they have done this is to build value in their company. Um, so once you've built value uh, to the point where you are now uh, um, attractive enough to invest us, um, to fund us, and that um, that's a good place to start. So building the value in that business. So we need to start looking and saying, um, you know, how much water am I selling? How much more market can I unlock? So what we need to prove is that I can unlock enough market to justify me being able to then uh, produce at that mass scale. And doing that, after doing that, that's when then you start going and speaking to investors and saying, this is how much money I've got as a business. This is how much ground I have done as a business. And now I am looking at getting um, investors in so that we can take this business to the next space. Then they can start talking with uh, funders like NEF, you know, and those uh, um, uh, governmental funders that are funding industrialists uh, at that scale. So at this moment, it's, it's a good opportune time for him to do that. But he needs to show that he can unlock much more 
of the market. And this goes away. It, it goes to where he goes now and meets people that are potential clients in terms of uh, um, those that are, uh, will stock the water, the supermarkets and those, and getting from them uh, their intent to for, for offtakes, you know, to say, if you can produce so much water, I will buy so much from you. And those intents, those uh, offtake agreements are very useful when you start talking to investors to say, this is how much I can unlock by increasing my production, by opening this factory. So, so our entrepreneur needs exactly to start there. Mm. He also mentioned something around um, diversifying, you know, his product, talked about ice cubes and flavored ice cubes. What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, so the, the the business of things like ice and that have always been um, the business that that is uh, uh, growing. It's nice, but it's very seasonal. So it does help when it has something else that you are doing. So in this, with, uh, during the summer months and that you are able to see growth on the side of ice and everything in that. But then from there also you are looking at uh, uh, the water on the other side. And when he is looking at ice, he needs to look also at ice that is more useful. So we've got uh, uh, the steamed ice, we've got all those ice that are are being used as as industrial ice and not just ice cubes. So we know with load shedding and such things, um, people in the um, undertaking business and that battle at times with uh, with that and they use eyes also uh, um, to keep mortuaries uh, at the right temperatures and there's, those are the type of eyes that you should be looking at as well and not only as uh, ice blocks that we are using to cool drinks and that so so he needs to look at that whole value chain because there is much value in that and opportunity in terms of where we are as a country because the problems of uh, load shedding and those are not the problems that can be solved tomorrow. They are a long-term solution problem. And meanwhile, those are being solved. He is able to then catch the market and really grow the business to the point where he's able to be one of um, uh, the, the, the giants in that space. So at the moment, the country is at an opportune time for such a business. So when we look at where we are sitting with the water and the water quality, and also where we are sitting with the production and supply of electricity, if he's thinking around that, then he will be able to build a business that is sustainable. Mm. Right. Thank you so much, Doc. We appreciate your time. That's published author, award-winning speaker, entrepreneur, and business executive coach, Dr. Lucas Malloy. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.